I am Emily Lyons. In 2009, without a high school degree and no money to my name, I decided to start my own business. But since then, I've built several multi-million dollar companies and I don't plan on stopping. Being a businesswoman, CEO, serial entrepreneur, survivor, and general life enthusiast, I'm endlessly jazzed by the business of life, especially the stories of extraordinary people I've had the privilege to meet along my own improbable journey to success. I don't think it's fair to keep that privilege to myself, and I think you deserve to be lifted and shifted by these people too. After all, all inspiring people are inspired people. So get ready to be inspired. This is Mind Your Business. All right. Well, welcome, Gary and Robert. Thank you, Emily. Thank you for having us. Yes. Look forward to this. Oh, well, I'd love it if you would both start off with an introduction on who each of you are. How long do you have? (laughs) (laughs) So I am Rob Grover. And I am Gary Logan. And together we are the Journeyman Collective. So we are spiritual advisors, guides who bring executives, entrepreneurs, and professionals through shamanic journeys, plant medicine journeys. And that's all about them clearing out the old so that they can make space for the new. And it's all filtering down into people creating passionate, purposeful, conscious business, because that's what we see as one of the main drivers in the world as business. And if we can have people who are more connected with themselves, they can have greater relationships in their love life and their business life. And as a result, they're more apt to make different decisions that are more based on the whole of the planet and the whole ecosystem, then with that passion and that purpose, it also leads to profits. Love it. So why did you start this? Did you both have an experience? Did you both suffer at all from mental health? We did about five and a half years ago. We had a unique little individual come into our life that spoke about her journey with a shaman on a local island just off of BC here. And she shared her experience mostly with Rob. I heard a little bit about it. And Rob had a calling to go and have this experience with the shaman. And I was like, you go first. I have no (laughs) calling for this. You know, you go be the guinea pig and see what it's all about. So I'll let Rob explain. Mm -hmm. So Gary and I, we've been in personal spiritual development for many, many years. It's been 20 plus years where I've been exploring self, metaphysics, personal development, entrepreneurship. And Gary's been in this world for... In the world or in the world of uh, 35 years? (laughs) 35 years of exploring personal development and spiritual development. And I felt like there was something that was missing in my business that I was offering clients. And at that time, it was just myself in my business and Gary had his own business. And we had murmurs of like joining forces and joining our businesses together, but it wasn't quite gelling. I just felt like there was something that wasn't quite connected within my being. Hmm. And I could feel that there was more within me that hadn't come out yet. And so I asked the question, what's the next step? And I saw on the inside a quintessential image of magic mushrooms. And I just trusted and I spoke to a few different people, a few different guides and resonated with one of them really, really well, went on the journey and just had exactly what my intention was, was to explore myself more deeply and my spiritual connection and how I can pull that into my business and apply it and integrate it. And that's in a nutshell, what was revealed to me. And I found a greater joy within myself as well. And then I got to share that not only with 
Gary, who's my husband and my business partner now. And I get to share that with clients and a greater joy for life, a greater joy for like helping people and supporting people through their own adventures in entrepreneurship and in their executive world and whatnot. And it literally just came down to me following the guidance that came from that. I was shown that I was to train with the shaman that we had worked with and basically pull everything together that I had been working with on myself into what we call the Journeyman Collective. And Gary's part in that is a little bit different, but I'll let him share. So when uh, Robert came back from his journey, I was like, whoa, there's a shift in this man. It's like, Hmm. we jokingly say he found his J spot, which is his joy spot. And there was a time my mother had been living with us for about four years and she had transitioned. And then it was coming down to celebration of life and spreading her ashes. And a good friend of mine had this great location on another island off of BC here. And we all tied it in and thought, well, maybe I need to shift some stuff in my life too. I was a bit depressed. I was going through a bit of a funk. I was like, what's the direction in my life now? What's my purpose? So I spoke with a shaman and I embarked on a journey. It was a very safe, luxurious environment. It was one-on-one. It was the most amazing experience I've ever been through. I went with no anticipation, no idea what was going to be revealed to me. But in the journey process, it was very clear what was revealed that we were both to pursue this as a, well, quote, career. But the guidance was very strong. And I told Robert, this is what I was shown and seen in my journey. And he says, I know. And then from there, I know it turned in, let's do and go and provide this service to the world. And this is where we are five and a half years later, still growing, expanding, loving every moment that we're meeting new people and helping people, assisting people, shit in people's lives. (laughs) (laughs) If you can say that, you know, totally. (laughs) No. I mean, I'm really into natural healing and into also finding peak performance and things that just help me get better in all capacities now. I've also experienced a lot of trauma in my life. So I was born Mm -hmm. the middle child of two terminally ill siblings. My sister passed away. Our mom passed away. I take care of my brother. And so I've always been looking for things to help me to heal because, you know, since the death of my sister, I've been on an antidepressant. And it right. goes against everything else in my life. Like I'm so natural and, and healthy. And so it's like, I've been trying to find a way to quote unquote, heal my brain, I guess. And so I've looked at a lot of different things when it comes to psilocybin. But when I was a teenager, I did it. And it was a terrible experience for me. I had a terrible trip, I guess you call it. Mm-hmm. I just remember being like, I'm never doing that again. And so I don't know why that is. Is it because I wasn't maybe in a safe setting? Yeah, it's guidance is key. And what was your intention? And what was the environment? Who was there as well? Because when we're working with people, we're moving energy the entire time. It's vitally important that like we often say as well that when you come and work with us, we guide you from the inside. We're on that journey with you. We're moving you along that inner landscape, inner wilderness, so that you can let go of what you need to let go of, heal those wounds that are there and explore those parts of you that may already be really freaking brilliant, but let's amplify those even more. Yeah, It's a lot about getting rid of that excess baggage that no longer serves you. And and like your story is one that we hear quite often. Like I've done this before, I'll never do it again. 
I, I too had an experience like that as well, where it was like, this is not fun. And we jokingly say that the medicine will kick your ass and the medicine of Robin Gary will lovingly kick your ass <laughs> in the journeys that we provide for people because it's a way for someone to really get present to the old energy that's there, the old trauma that's there, the old stories that are there that we're telling ourselves and really being willing and able to let go of them once and for all. Not that you're going to forget them, but you won't have that same energetic or emotional charge toward the things that happened to you in the past. So it's a way to truly heal and move forward and also to expand your awareness of the energetic support that's around you at all times and allowing you to be in peak performance and flow states moving through life in every single waking moment. What does it actually do to the brain, psilocybin? And is it harmful? No, it's not harmful. If anything, what it's doing is it's going to help you basically increase the neuroplasticity Mm. of your brain. Mm-hmm. And so you'll function in a better way. It's like, I guess in lay terms, it's like there's stuck energy in the pipes, in the neurons. There's energy stored from the past traumas and dramas in the pipes, in the neurons of your being. And it's going to help clear out that piping and the plumbing of your being. So you're working with activating the serotonin in your brain as well. And then after a ceremony, the serotonin levels will return to quote unquote normal. And there's no harmful effects of actually taking on a journey. The only harm is if you do it in on your own and you don't know the amount of dosage that you've given yourself, yes. who's handled the medicine? Mm-hmm. Who? What was the intention behind the gardener, we'll call them? Mm-hmm. And was it just for, I'm going to make money and get people high? Or is this basically for ritual and ceremony, this medicine? So yeah, there's nothing really that's going to happen to you other than you're going to release and let go of which no longer serves you. And it's sort of getting the body to rest, go into peace and into stillness and have somebody there that's going to support you all the way through. If it's a minor dose and you're doing it on your own in the forest, we hear brilliant stories of people doing that on their own and they're pretty aware and they know how the medicine works. But if you're like a new person to it or never, ever tried it or have had a very bad experience, we believe guidance and having somebody there with you along your journey is very important. And how does it compare to some of the other psychedelics that are rising in popularity? I mean, I keep seeing LSD popping up and ayahuasca. And I actually saw something recently, too, about ketamine. Yes. Yeah, they're all different. And I had that exact question yesterday from a lovely client that we were just working with. And they're all different medicines. They're all from different plants for the most part. And they're all going to do slightly different things. And there's different levels of impact on the physical body. So like with ayahuasca, there can be purging out of one or both ends during ceremony. And it can be quite aggressive. However, our belief is that with psilocybin, with magic mushrooms, and with all plant medicine, if you learn that everything is energy, you don't necessarily have to suffer to heal. And like, for instance, with LSD, the journey is going to be most likely a little bit longer than a psilocybin journey. Again, it all depends on dose. It all depends on the intention, the individual who's created the medicine, who's worked with the medicine, who you're working with. And there's a lot of variables in there as well. 
and like ketamine is one another medicine that's really gaining popularity as well there's ketamine clinics popping up all over um mm-hmm. yeah and like there's mdma as well which is really great for addictions i think all plant medicines are really great for addictions because they get the individual present to what they're actually doing to themselves and they get to be witness to emotions that are tied to that those actions of what you're doing so you get to observe yourself. And as a result, it's like, well, do I really want to feel like that anymore? Do I want to keep doing that to myself? And most of the time when it's connected to an addiction, the answer is no, I don't want to continue feeling like that. Um, yeah. So a lot of our listeners are entrepreneurs, new entrepreneurs or growing entrepreneurs. And I see that you guys really cater a lot to that market, to entrepreneurs. And I was curious when I was reading that, why is that? I think people with addictions or things like that, that would be seeking it out. Mm -hmm. So that's part of what, again, there is always information and energy and scenes that play out when you're on a journey. And one of the things that we were shown in one of our journeys was to work with entrepreneurs and executives and professionals because that is one of the key drivers that's taking place on the planet right now. Business drives so much activity. So if you can have people that are more heart-centered, more connected, more aware, then they're going to be aware of when they're out of alignment, when they're moving towards something or doing something in their business that's not actually in alignment to who they are. And so we have people that are like, they come and work with us and they recognize, oh my goodness, I was just in it for the money and I don't really want to do that anymore. So I'm only going to invest time into things that I'm really freaking passionate about and I'm going to create services or products connected to that passion. And as a result, profit and money follows. And it's like, for instance, my own story is kind of congruent to the clients that we serve. And there was life was really, really good to great. But I knew there was something more within me that wasn't quite connecting in, that wasn't quite synced up with a deeper part of myself. And as a result, that's another pull that we have to serve people. They're just looking for... They know there's more within that wants to come out into creative form, into, again, products or services. And when people come through journeys with us, that's what happens. People start to be like, oh my goodness, I always had that idea and I never moved on it. Yeah, our application process is open to everyone. We do focus on the entrepreneurs, executives, and visionaries. But that could be any stage in your career. Mm -hmm. If you're starting out as an entrepreneur or a visionary, and it's like, you know, I have all these great ideas, but I don't know how to implement them or move forward in my life. And I'm stuck and I'm hitting that ceiling over and over again. And I need to just break through. You can see a little bit of light through that ceiling. It's like, I can see it, but I just don't know how to reach it. We believe that the medicine will assist you in that process and the work with Rob and Gary on the guidance and the work that we do just assist everyone is like, but we are, our heart is in it with entrepreneurs, executives and visionaries because that's where we come from and that's what we believe in and that's how we see the world moving forward. Mm-hmm. Is it just a one-time experience or is it something that somebody does ongoing? That's a brilliant question. So we have people that we have worked with, say, three, four years ago. And it's the only journey that they have ever been on. And because of the way that we work, the way that we guide, some of them know that they're going to be coming back at some point in time, but they know even after three years that they're still integrating and applying. And that's the big thing. It's like, 
in our world in psychedelia, there's a lot of talk about integration. And I think that's also a piece that people are falling short with, that it's applying the information and the knowledge that you actually acquire during the journey and bringing it into something bringing into more connected, loving relationships or bringing into a new idea that's always been there, but you maybe just didn't have the bravery to move forward with it. And yeah, that's sort of what we sense and see in people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What should somebody expect if they come to you? Like, is it different for each person? Yes. It's always, always different. And like when we work with people, we also get to know people beforehand. So there's preparation involved, minimum of four weeks of preparation, like online. And then we have a portal that people sign into. And then they come and work with us. It's either one-on-one or two people or up to four people is our max that we work with people. And when that journey takes place, it's curated for you because we've taken the time to get to know you. We look at all of the different sort of avenues that you're working in in your life and your business. And we create that whole entire experience in luxury. And it's done for your highest and greatest good, your highest and greatest growth. And the biggest thing is that you're willing to be guided through that. And the experience of what you're going to see is 100% unpredictable. And there's no way to predict what you're going to see. And we help prepare you on the four most basic levels, the spiritual, mental, emotional, and physical, so that you can rest into that whole entire exploration. And that's what a big part of like what we see in the entrepreneurial and executive world of people just go, 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 go. And so it's about coming into our reality of what we create for people to nourish and nurture their beings so they can really rest more deeply into self. So it's the whole as below, as above. And the deeper that you explore yourself, the more that you can expand. So that's... And after the four days with us, there's four weeks of integration, very similar to, we call it onboarding. You would meet with us online via Zoom for four weeks. And then after that, there would be two months and we would be in contact with you every second week. But in the end, you're a part of the collective. You're like our family now. And we stay in contact with clients that we did journeys with like five and a half years ago. Mm-hmm. So that we all touch in together. And we all share our experience. What if somebody starts to do it and they're not enjoying it? They're kind of freaking out. That rarely happens with us because the worst thing that's going to happen is you're going to cry or you're going to laugh. And so because of how we work with people again, because we help you prepare your whole being and that's the big part of it. Mm -hmm. And then you come to work with us and you already know us. You have a specific level of trust with us. And that trust just grows deeper and deeper as the time goes on. And the worst thing that's going to happen is that you're going to actually finally face fear head on. And yeah, so we don't get a lot of people freaking out because they've been prepared on all four levels. What about microdosing? I remember hearing a lot about that a couple of years ago. A lot of people I knew were, were doing that where they were taking the really small doses every single day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it works. And there's two things with that because like, We are proponents of microdosing as well because it's effective and it works for a myriad of different things. The biggest thing with microdosing is microdose equals microshift. 
And whereas when you take, say, a macro dose, you'll have a macro shift. So it's can you simply give yourself some time out of your whole entire life? And we believe that people should experience at least one journey in their lifetime. And if you can just do that for yourself, things will shift. And it's the whole like just slow down to speed up. So slow down for four days, come and work with us and let yourself just rest more into yourself so that you can just like catapult forward. How have you navigated the legalities around it? Like, has it been tricky? We give it no energy and thought. A mother nature created it. So it's found in the forest. Right? Isn't that so funny? It's so bizarre. And that's our standard answer. There's like, whatever, you know, you can buy it online. So we're not really too worried about what we do. And if our clients are worried about it, then perhaps right at this time, we're not for them. Mm -hmm. And they will find another avenue to explore. It blows my mind that you can walk into a liquor store, though, and buy something that could kill you. Lives by the millions, but... (laughs) Yeah, totally. So that's another conversation, but we won't go there. (laughs) (laughs) I remember too, I, when I was reading your bios, I was reading a lot about the Alexander Technique. Yes, I discovered the Alexander Technique when I was in theater school in London. And I innately knew what it was all about. It's like direction is thought and thought is energy. Can you bring awareness to how you're using yourself physically and emotionally and mentally, you know? We're so habitually trained to respond immediately to a stimulus that we're, we didn't take a moment to actually stop, collect ourselves and, okay, maybe the response that I need to say isn't the immediate one. Maybe it's the next thought after that. So the Alexander Technique, when you come work with us, you'll get about four to five lessons and you get an experience about how to get connected to your body, how to be aware of your unawareness of the tension that you're holding in your body and how to let it go. So you go back into a natural state of being, we would say lengthening the muscles back out, you know, releasing the tendons, you know, not a completely relaxed state, but you're in a sort of aware, relaxed state. You're not zoning out and you're zoning in, I would say. It's a flow. So part of that will assist you in your journey process as, you know, sometimes there is a little bit of fear and anxiety going into a journey and we do our best to prepare everybody that comes through and we talk about it. But we feel with the Alexander, it helps just to release and relax them a little bit more. So they get a little connected to themselves. And when they're going in with the medicine, it's just like, oh, I could just let my body relax and let go and see how it all turns out. Oh, wow. That's wonderful. I love that. So when you Google this, when you search, you know, seven, it's interesting because there's a lot of conflicting things that come up. Like there's an article, I think it was from Harvard, and it was saying there's no hard data, just that the science wasn't there. But you can actually find a lot of studies that it is there. <laughs> exactly. I wonder if it has something to do with, you know, the pharmaceutical companies or things like that, like people that don't want this to get out there because it could help potentially so many people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it helps yeah. people massively. And I think there's a, I would say there's a bit of ignorance in the potential study that you were looking at. And as like one thing that people like when they say, oh, a scientist has said this, I was like, well, hey, I'm a scientist and I've been educated in the world of science. And when you truly look at what science is, it's an observation of data and interpretation and whatever filter that person has installed when they're looking at the data and they're actually interpreting will always forever influence the results. 
And there's no way to separate that out. There's no way to have an unbiased study because even the double blind studies, there's still an energy there that is subconscious behind people. That's It's always, always, always impacting what's actually taking place. And like we can put you in touch with any of our clients and let them speak for themselves and what they're doing and how they're shifting and the greater clarity that they have in their communication and what they're creating. And they discover that deeper Like some people have already harnessed some aspect of their purpose and then they take it to that next level and they upgrade their awareness and they upgrade the impact that they want to bring forward. Mm -hmm. And so we can always ignore science as well, especially if it's being pulled in one direction because of the almighty dollar. Oh, yeah. What generally does it help with psilocybin specifically? So psilocybin, I think the biggest overarching thing that we see is there's an expansion in your awareness of your reality. There is greater peace. There's greater calm. There's greater centeredness. There's decreased anxiety. Or even if someone is one of the things like I have experienced anxiety in the past. And now if I feel it, I get excited because I know that anxiety is just energy that's moving through me. That there's an idea in my realm, in my head, in my heart that wants to come into creation, that wants to come into some sort of form in our business or in our relationships. So it helps in so many different ways. And I think that's part of what scares a lot of people out there, that it's natural. Mm -hmm. It's a mushroom that grows in the forest. And heck, it even helps like remediate soil that has been contaminated So if it can help remediate soil, what is it going to do to the physical body? Because we are soil. We are made up of apples, oranges, carrots, steak, potatoes, whatever. We are the earth. And the the other overarching part is that it decomposes, because that's what mushrooms do. They decompose the old so that we can shine brighter. We have greater clarity precision of thought and we really really start to attune to a greater power within ourselves, and we start to listen to ourselves. we may say that listening to your soul some people will just say well no i don't want to go there it's like okay great you're just going to be listening to a deeper part of yourself that wants to freaking express itself and get out there in the world and what's going to come from that if you're shining brighter if you're speaking more clearly and more pointed and more loving compassionate way then that's just going to make the world a happier place. And make your world a happier place too, their own world. (laughs) Totally, yeah. Is there anybody that you would say it's not a fit for? We have. We would go through the application process and then we would have a conversation on Zoom. And at that moment, we would say, I don't think this is quite a fit for you at this moment based on X, Y, and Z. It could be medication, Uh could be where they are emotionally in their world. They might need another assistance from maybe a therapist. We're not too sure. Yeah, we don't say no a lot. People are usually, well, they'll figure it out whether they're fit or not by the application process and what they read online. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You mentioned, Gary, that you were in theater school. So how yes. did you go from theater school to psychedelic entrepreneur? <laughs> totally. Uh, there's a lot in between. There's a lot in between that, totally. So I would say, uh, well, I went to theater school when I was 17, but we went was personal development right there at 17. Because you know, if you know anything about theater, they're going to take you in, break you down, 
basically break you down, tear you apart and build you back up to be who you are and find your true essence of you. So I still remember those days of being 17, 18 in theater school. And then when I moved to England, I did another two years of theater and it's like, oh my God, here we go again. But yeah, it was a great journey through that, which led me to the Alexander Technique, which led me into more connectedness to myself and my inner journey and my presence of being here and now. It was really got me in the moment. And as an actor, that's vitally important to be here now and present in what you're doing. Every human needs to be there. But sometimes we get so caught up in our head. But in that time, I've done metaphysical training and teaching for over 20 years, was in a healing touch program for a couple of years. So I had a healing touch practice and all that encompassed where we are now. So that brought me forward to here. So... Wow. There's a lot more in between, but we don't have that much time. So like <laughs> 45 years of like Jerry's life all into like two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, entrepreneurship is not easy. It's hard. And I'm sure mm-hmm. having the educational component as well with your business adds that extra layer. Mm-hmm. How do you find clients usually? Is it word of mouth? At the beginning, it was word of mouth. But in the last couple of years, we've been lucky to meet up with PR companies who are representing us and giving the opportunity like this brilliant podcast to share our world with the world and let them know there's a lot more out there than what you think. So... We've been doing very well. Our Bloomberg article was our first sort of exposure to the outside world, we'll call it. <laughs> and yeah, that was beautiful. And then it's just escalated from there. We are just open and willing to share to everyone on what is happening. You don't have to come with the Journey Collective, but we highly recommend that if you're going to do a psilocybin journey or a plant medicine journey, you know, seek out guidance. Seek out the expertise that resonates with you. Mm -hmm. And that's going to have the highest level of integrity, the highest level of intention and really, really be there for you. And again, we're not for everyone. However, we love to take people through journeys in a luxurious environment. And whereas some people may want to go to a jungle. And if that's what you want to do, then by all means, go and do that. However, we facilitate in a different environment because we believe that you can really let yourself rest more deeply in the self when you are really, really deeply nourished and really, really deeply taken care of. And that's something that we just love to do that. We love providing that high level of care and service for people. And again, it's a soulful expression of who we are. And we're creating those experiences for people because that's what we're called to do. And that's who we're here to be for people. Um, It's a potent, powerful, intensive experience. It's not a retreat. You're not going to retreat away from anything. And it's an immersion process where you're not just coming for the journey. You're taking that universal or sacred knowledge of yourself and you're going to apply it in your life. You're going to apply it into new ventures, new businesses, or existing businesses. Mm. And the more that you apply it, the more that you get to amplify your impact of how you're impacting the employees that work for you. Or your family, your family, the families of the employees that work for you. And it's just this massive ripple effect that just goes out when people really get centered, clear out the shit that's holding them back. And it's just a beautiful process that we love creating for people. I saw that you even have a chef there (laughs) that makes uh, the meals for the guests. Correct. Yes. Mm -hmm. She's a beautiful soul and she has become part of the fold and she is very intuitive chef. 
works with the clients to understand their needs and special dietary requests. And there is a brilliant addition to our collective. Mm-hmm. It's just like a brilliant addition to that, just that high level of care and that high level of nourishment that we love providing to people. Hmm. So it's like a, a total, total body. Do you have people change their diets at all? Like, is there any lifestyle changes that you recommend? In the beginning, in the four-week prep work, we would advise or suggest on a less protein diet as you move forward. Less animal protein. Less animal protein moving towards the journey. And then while you're with us, it's more on your dietary needs, but mostly vegetarian. And then some people discover new tastes and sensations when they're with us and their palate changes and they decide, well, I'm going to be plant-based or I'm going to do oat milk instead of dairy milk. So yeah, people shift. They have more respect of their human being Uh than they did before sometimes. Or it's, it's finding what we call happy animal protein. Yeah animal protein that's been raised in a conscious way, in a connected way, and an energy of gratitude as well. Mm-hmm. And so it's elevating people's awareness of what happy animal protein can actually do for you as well. Mm-hmm. So it's not just strictly vegetarian, is really getting people to listen to what their body needs. So like we often tell people, we're never going to tell you what to do. We'll provide you with suggestions and guidance. I think that's the key piece mm-hmm. that we guide people and to try things on and you don't have to wear it for the rest of your life. But yeah, it's just really opening people's eyes and hearts to different options of how they can nurture and nourish their being. Mm. A couple of years ago, I don't remember where, what it was, but I watched a documentary and a part about psilocybin. And I just remember because it really stuck out to me that there was this one guy and he had debilitating migraine. And the Mm. only thing that helped him was mushrooms. Mm -hmm. Did you guys see that documentary by chance? I think it does ring a bell. And like, I know for myself, like I used to also suffer from like migraines. And that's one thing that microdosing can help with. There are studies out there as well. Hmm. Uh, Scientific studies. (laughs) 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 Totally. So, and I think there's a, as I already mentioned, there's a decomposition or a dissolution of old energies. Like it just helps the circuitry of the body run more efficiently. Hmm. And that's essentially what all plant medicines will do is clear the pathways as long as the human doesn't go back and put the junk back in with their thinking or being or doing. So yeah, there's so many different things that plant medicine can help with and it helps with inflammation for the most part, even if like digestion as well, like people have digestive issues. Mm. It's typically rooted in some deeper pattern. So it that's, I think, what the big thing that's coming to for coming to light is that there's a disruption of the old patterns that you've been in, and then you become aware of a new pattern that you want to entrain into, and that exploration of those new patterns is ever unfolding for people. Mm. Does it interact with any medications? Typically, there are certain medications that can dampen the effect. So SSRIs, a lot of depression medications. Anything that's a serotonin inhibitor, because serotonin is what's activated and that's what allows you to see different things during the journey. So it's highly activated in the process. For the most part, we also have a doctor on staff as well that we work with who, if someone comes and they have a lot of medications, 
then our team like works with them to see if they are fit. And then a lot of time too, that's the other interesting thing is that some people will come to us and say, I know I don't need to be on this medication, but I'm on it right now. And can this process help me wean off of this? That's what I was wondering. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it does. Yeah, it can. With the proper guidance and the proper education and the proper application and integration of journeys, it can. Yeah. I'm not saying like you're going to start stop taking your heart medication or you're <laughs> going to stop taking your insulin if you're diabetic. But we have clients too that have been or are diabetic and they have decreased their insulin that they actually take on a daily basis. Oh, wow. Yeah. That is so interesting. Mm-hmm. That is incredible. I think that I'm going to have to potentially look into doing this. This <laughs> <laughs> is a short flight from Toronto to Kelowna. <laughs> I love it out there. Yeah. All right. Where can everybody find more information about the Journeyman Collective? We have a website, www.thejourneymancollective.com. We also have Instagram, same name, and we're on Facebook. Perfect. And I'm going to link them all below. Well, right. thank you both so much for being here. This was incredible. Mm-hmm. I learned thank you, Emily. so much. And I'm certain that everybody else is going to get so much value out of it as well. Brilliant. We appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Well, everybody, make sure that you are going and checking out the Journeyman Collective, giving them some love on social media. And if this is something that is interesting to you, you can submit an application to learn more with them and their team. All right. Well, thank you both again so much and have an incredible rest of your day. We will. Thank you again. 